All right, welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. You guys, as you all know, I will be traveling coming up soon. And I decided that I was going to have a couple of guests. So please welcome to our show, Rachel Scanlon. Guys. Oh my God. Hi. Hi. Zoya, I'm so happy just to be, this is the closest I'll get to being on a date with you and I'm oh so happy. God. Oh my God. I know. My husband is so jealous of our love. Well, I Mike, mean, you can't blame him. Mike's like, anytime we see you, he's like, you're going to leave me for, for her, right? Yeah. And I was like, I just want to be the third in their relationship yeah with me yeah. and Nazara yeah of course and that's all we've ever wanted oh my god this is I've had a huge crush on you for so long <laughs> and the fact that Mike some some people's husbands are like oh it doesn't whatever I don't yeah. care doesn't bother me Mike knows yeah Mike Falzone is right where he needs to be in in regards to the right level of scared of me uh yeah and it's fucking perfect yeah I need like... straight men to be more scared of me is what I'm saying <laughs> I love this. I love this so much because I tell him that he needs to be scared too. Thank you. So the the crush is mutual. Thank God. Um, so you know that, Thank you guys, God. as you know. Uh, Rachel is a comedian mm -hmm. and she also has some podcasts. Why don't you tell everybody where we can find you? Oh, find me at Rachel Safety. That's mm -hmm. my handle. And you can find my podcast. It's called I Love You with Rachel Scanlon. Brand new podcast. And it's really fun. So you can find that on Spotify and Patreon and everywhere you find stuff. Yeah, I'll put all the links in below today uh, and make sure that you guys can go. It's clickable and you guys can find her. Please click me. Click, click it. Click me. Click her. <laughs> clicker so tell me more about yourself where when did you get started how do you feel how does it feel to be a female in comedy <laughs> oh i'll tell you what it is fine mm -hmm. because i'm from minnesota we're from the midwest right and i've been out here for eight years been doing stand-up for eight years okay and i feel like i get treated a lot different than other women in stand-up okay I get kind of put, and for better or for worse, honestly, right, right. because I get put into this category of like one of the guys. Right. So when I'm on lineups, I feel like the vibe of other men towards me is a lot less sexually degrading because I don't think that men see me and they want to have sex with me. Uh -huh. So like it, it makes things like more, I don't know. I feel like very lucky that I am like openly, I'm very, I lead very much people. I want, I want to be outed quick and early. Right, right, I don't right. want it to be like a slow burn. We're not sure. Right. Like, is I she, is she not? Exactly. You know? Cause like, honestly, it's such a fucking pain yeah. to like come out all the time. So I'd mm -hmm. rather just have it mm -hmm. be established. Right. So then I don't know. I feel like I, I mean, but you, then you kind of get pigeonholed. So right. I feel like for the first three years of me doing stand up. Mm -hmm. If you go back and watch, like I had a special in 2017 mm -hmm. and those jokes, you can kind of tell that I was really used to being the only gay person around. Uh -huh. I like didn't have a lot of lesbian friends growing up because once again, Midwest, there were like yeah. four of us. Yeah. And um, out here, I think I was still figuring out a way where I was like, I'm figuring out how to be queer in a really straight male space. Right. Like a lot of lineups there's one or two gals mm -hmm. and then most of those people aren't gay mm -hmm. and if there are gay guys it's like one and then if there's gay women there's even fewer right so i was figuring out what that kind of 
looked like. So you'll see my material. Mm -hmm. I kind of went from being like the gay comedian for straight people. Mm -hmm. And then after that kind of first three years of doing like a lot of like dirty sex jokes, I'd be like, I'm fucking everyone. I'm like fucking your girlfriend. I'm fucking your mom. I'm fucking your stepmom. And it like now is much more grounded in kind of like more like who I am. There's just more well-roundedness in it. I feel like I'm not proving that like I can fuck everyone. Although I can. Yeah. (laughs) I think she can. Yeah, um, I don't know. It just changes. It grows. Yeah, no, I I I totally get that. I never turned on this this light. Hang on a second. You better turn on my light. <laughs> See, this is why I need Mike here. He'll turn on all the shit. Yeah, I know. Um, Can you tell I just worked out? Eh. No, you're perfect. Oh my God, literally thank you. perfect. You're literally perfect. So, um, do you find that it's much easier for you to like navigate in that world? now more so than ever and yeah I feel like well I've grown less like um I think it's like it goes hand in hand I'm more comfortable in my queerness and Mm -hmm. I think that that comes across in more like palpable on stage Mm -hmm. instead of needing to be the only queer person on these lineups proving I can be you know accepted by the straight world Mm -hmm. and like whatever being like the fucking token gay person right right and i think i'm more i'm just more comfortable with exactly where i'm at Mm -hmm. and i think like just i don't know i I turned 30 and i changed like i just my whole being has changed a lot Mm -hmm. since i got into my 30s yeah i just have like a lot more calming like i mean i'm still a fucking spaz and i have like uncontrollable adhd but Uh like i'm i don't know it just seems like, I don't, did you feel like you changed when you turned 30? I'm like, I used to just be like a fat slut. And now I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like more, I'm like, I, I care less, I think. And it has helped me as a comedian. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, I always tell people that when when you turn 30, something happens, right? Because I, I just turned 39. Yes. And, um, you know, something happens in your 30s, right? You become the person that you're going to be forever. That's hot. And there's this, there's this very weird, like, aha moment that you're like, oh my God, you know, and some people are very comfortable with it. And then others are, have massive anxiety about it and that's fine. But there is this like, oh my God, this is, this is me. This is how I am. And like love it or hate it, this is going to be the person that you're going to be. And I think that, you know, certain things will change, you know, things in life happen, you know, life altering things happen as you tend to get older, you start to lose friends, family, whatever. But literally by the time that you're 30, I feel like you are that person. I love, I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah. Because I am the most... Yeah, it feels like weird because like we've had such a chaotic time globally, Mm -hmm. but something about clicking into this person, I'm like, okay, this I could like get on board with. Yeah, because I feel yeah, I don't know. I'm like, it that is comforting to hear because you are. I mean, 39 is so hot. (laughs) I've wanted to be like. 32 to 39 since mm-hmm. I was like 16. Yeah. I've always wanted to hit that. Sw- oh, and now you're there. Yeah. It, <sighs> I mean, it was, it was a long road, I must say. But I have to say, 39 slapped a little bit different Did for it? me. Yeah. I think it's the nines. 
mm. that are weird, yeah. right? Because it's like, oh my God, this is the last year. And like my 30s have been unbelievably amazing. Yeah. You know, I've had the last 10 years of my life have been just like a roller coaster of like awesomeness, yeah. you know? And I feel like I'm very lucky in, you know, the partner that I have and, you know, the life that I'm able to have and, you know, my career and everything just kind of like fucking skyrocketed, Yes, you know, and I literally plucked myself out of a situation where I had everything that I needed and I literally turned my life upside down moving here when I turned 30 that I was just like, whoa, what the fuck am I doing? So like, it was a little bit rocky. I knew the person that I'm going, that I am, and I'm very comfortable with the person that I am. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I find that, you know, it was like a rough start in LA and it was a lot of crying and I'm not a crier. And, you know, like for me to have like those emotions, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yes. You know? And, you know, I come from a big family. I'm one of five. And uh, not having my people, you know, right there. Like, I've, I've had them my entire life. And we were, like, just stacked on top of each other always. Mm -hmm. I mean, I lived at home until I was 27. And then when I moved out, which was down the street from my mom, oh my you know, it was like, what do you mean you're moving? Like, don't you want to – you should be saving your money. You should be doing – and I'm like, I need, I need my space, yeah. you know, like I need, I need to do me for a little while, mm -hmm. you know? And then I met Mike and then it was just kind of like this whirlwind of, would you ever move to LA? And at first I was like, fuck no. I'm like, I have a full clientele. Yeah. All my people are here. Why would I ever leave? You know? And then, uh, I was also bartending and I was like, dude, I've fucking, yeah, I've got a maid here, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, like uh, 30s have been just unbelievably awesome for me. And I just, I've loved every second of them. So this year, it was a little bit weird turning 39. But I've also, like how you said, you've always wanted to be between 32 and 39. Mm -hmm. It's 60 for me. You want to be 60? I can't fucking wait. Oh, like you're getting a little bit of grays oh, yeah. on your dark, dark uh -huh. hair? Yeah, I, I refuse to color it. I want to be a silver fox. Of course, and you will. Yeah, mm -hmm. thank you, thank mm -hmm. you. And um. I just, I'm, it's, that's 60 for me. That's I want to be yeah. like old and fucking crazy yes. with a like insane voice, you know? Oh yeah. So just real raspy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just yeah. like cutting people's yeah. hair. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I think also, you know, they say that when you're in, at the nine of your mm -hmm. year, like you're 29, you're 19, you're 39, yeah. um, people like usually do something like big on that year because they have that weird like end of an era mm -hmm. type of vibe mm -hmm. and i think a lot of times too people when they're 29 mm -hmm. they're like oh fuck I'm yeah not a, i'm not a little kid anymore i'm gonna be 30 mm -hmm. and they do like crazy things some people run triathlons mm -hmm. some people like change careers yeah. some people like move whatever yeah and then i think it's like when you get to you've made your pivot right you've mm -hmm. had your I'm, I'm not a 20 year old anymore right and now in your 30s you kind of decide it's like is that the right choice or not yeah. And it seems like yeah. you am crushed I, it. Yeah. Am I going to be a piece of shit or am I actually going to like yes. pony up? Exactly. You, know? you got to yeah. pony up. And you <laughs> yeah. ponied up and you yeah. blew up. Yeah. You blew I up I mean, hard. it's been it's been great. I, it's also been, don't get me wrong. I've had my trials here in LA. I don't love LA. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I feel like there is a very um, vapid type of person that it attracts. Totally, yeah. Um, but again, like, I don't give a fuck. I think people can tell that about you. Yeah. I, I just, think when people, something about your aura, or yeah. it, it could be like a combination of your like hair and voice, mm-hmm. but it does, you are like a straight shooter and it, it like is palpable on you. Mm-hmm. Like people that meet you out here would know right away that you're not from out here. Yeah. Like oh. you have a very yeah. like, uh, and it's great. I think that yeah. like you are able to see through people mm-hmm. and I think it can make people scared mm-hmm. if they've never been around somebody yeah. who is like, cause sometimes a lot of, there's a lot of mirroring people out here. There's like, you meet somebody and they're trying to get something from you. So then they start acting exactly like you yeah. and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And you're not a mirror at all. No. And I think it would panic people <laughs> yeah. that are mirror people. And yeah. they're like, what's yeah. happening yeah. right now yeah no but it, it's funny because mike always says to me that like you know i'm such i'm like the best judge of character right mm, yes i see through bullshit within seconds yes. i can I, I can have somebody pegged and literally i think i've been wrong twice how do you i'm so, the exact opposite i think i've never seen a bad quality in somebody mm-hmm. until they're literally stabbing me in the back and i'm like they probably tripped on accident and that's why that knife's in my back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i can only see yeah. like rainbows i'm also very attracted to everyone yeah so everyone to me is like this perfect beautiful oh my flower god, you're so sweet <laughs> oh my god i love you yes let's be friends yeah and i'm like it's yeah. working it's working and yeah. then and then nazara that was more similar to you yeah where you can see and like trust your gut because mm-hmm. you trust your gut 100 percent. you know it yes yeah, I think too, though, it's it's always kind of been Mike, because even Mike's like, oh, I can't wait for you to meet so-and-so. And he's like, what did you think like afterwards? And I'm like, mm. oh, yeah. you know, and he's like, no. <laughs> and then it's like a week, a month, two months, bang. And he's like, how the fuck? He's like, how do you know? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I was like, people just, you you know, like you feed off of people's energies mm-hmm. and you, you get all of that, you know, it's very, it's a, it's a very weird thing, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, for me, I just kind of like, I, I like my quiet time. I like to just kind of do my own thing and go to the beat of my own drum, you know? Do you ever, um, do you, are you, cause one thing I noticed when I moved to LA, mm-hmm. I was like, there are so many psychic store shops mm-hmm. where people will get their fortune reads and stuff. Yeah. Do you believe in psychics? I do. Okay, this is the what's very interesting okay. to me. Yeah. You're a straight shooter yeah. and you have like you trust your instinct. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, you have a strong intuition mm-hmm. about people mm-hmm. and and I'm like, do you you're a psychic person? Have you do you get your psychic read? That's not right. Well, do you visit psychics? I haven't in a very long time. I have before, but there's been times where like people are like spot the fuck on. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm a little bit, if I'm going to have anything done, I think I would like to see like more of like a medium type person hundred percent, versus uh, like a psychic. Yeah. You know, I have, um, you know, like I, I feel like I'm pretty in tune myself. Like, not that I've ever like, you know, seen or, met, you sure. know, whatever. But, you know, I think I'm in tune in like knowing how, like if I'm in this situation, what are the outcomes of, you know, and where does my... Um, my personality or, you know, the type of person that I am, Mm -hmm. what part does it play in this situation? Mm -hmm. You know, so I think I'm very much so in that. You can tell when you're in like your alignment. Mm -hmm. Very cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very interesting. And, you know, like I find all of that stuff fascinating. A hundred percent. But my dream is to run into, oh my God, what's her name right now? Uh, 
Teresa Caputo? Yes. I just did a whole episode about Teresa Caputo. I'm a huge, (laughs) huge fan of the Long Island Medium. If if you don't know, the Long Island Medium, uh, Teresa Caputo. Come over, Teresa. If you, I mean, there's no way that she's ever going to fucking see this, but. But I used to tweet at her, like, constantly. (laughs) I used to tweet at her. Did she ever tweet back? No, but I got on the show once. Like, her show, they retweeted me on, like, they did, like, a rolling, like, tweets on the bottom. Uh And that's as close as I'll probably get. But, like, I could, I want to get closer. Yeah, She's, like, incredible. She's doing good work out there. She really is. I would do anything to run into Teresa Yeah, I know, right? To find out when she's in L.A. and just, like, kind of be around, like, the area that she's in. I just want to be close enough to her that she's, like, I feel a a cancer energy and i'm like it's me bitch yeah. it's always been me Teresa. it's me, it's me. Ugh. help me i love her so much i know she's great i mean her hair is a little bit wild i Hi. love yeah oh wow yeah. yeah and her nails i i that's like that's jersey that's like a that's a jersey chick for 100% you percent. like jersey. through and through 100 yeah. yeah yeah and she's loyal yeah she's just like i'm fucking obsessed with Teresa. i know dude i find anytime i see a video like pop up Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, I'm watching yes, it. I need to watch it. I also just think that, and this could be wrong and it could be because I am gay and I love women too much, but I think that all women are kind of psychic mm-hmm. or medium-ish. Mm-hmm. There is something about the intuition, like mm-hmm. the gut, like we can yeah. kind of like see, and if you can tap into that and trust it instead of mm-hmm. being like squashed by your like, yeah. oh, it's probably stupid. If you like lock it in mm-hmm. and you're like, can like, hone that, I think that most mm-hmm. women have the capability to be a psychic. So yeah. what, sue me. It's so crazy that, you know, it's because I, I, I agree yeah. 100%. You know, my aunt, <laughs> so we drink the Turkish coffees, okay? Yes. And, you know, the the bottom of those are like sludge, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we flipped over our cups and my aunt would read our, our fortunes and, you know, my aunt's pretty good. And then she would read like a deck of cards, just a regular deck, no tarot, whatever. She would read our cards. Oh, and I'm like, Gypsy, come to me. Here's you the know? thing. If I pay money and I walk into a psychic store and I see a fucking dude there, I'm running. <laughs> I'm never going to listen to a guy, like some dude named Todd yeah. be like, oh, I think that there is a man in your future. Like this is not, it has to be a woman. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. Mm-hmm. I, I feel, I I mean, I don't know about that. I, I, I would entertain it. A male psychic? Yeah. I have a... I You're have bold. A, I think it depends on their energy. Sure. So I have a friend and he is... I've never had him read me, you know, but there's is some... Is he a medium or psychic-y? A little bit of both. Hot, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, man, when my, when my life calms down, because right now it's at full-blown flames, like we're on fire, we're forest fire right yes. now. Um as soon as like I get back and like calm down and whatever, like I think I think I would have him read me. Wow. Well, yeah. let me know if he's yeah, like full of I will. shit because I, will. I know you'll know yeah. because you can tell. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I I love him. I actually met him on the first cruise that we did, oh. and he was one of the. Was he talent doing like? No, 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 no. He was working. He's part of the crew. Wow. Part of the film crew who was awesome, and I'm actually very excited to be going soon. So, um. Uh, okay. Have you ever been arrested? I know this is a very weird. I love that this, you're like. This is a weird me... transition. I'm aware. <laughs> I... Also, Kevin, I'm sorry because I don't think I am in focus, but that's fine. 
Sorry. Oh, this is me. Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> I guess we'll just have to keep the camera on my side the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> they would be so sad. No. What are you talking about? You're such a draw. Gorgeousness. It's just beaming at me. I can't. I can't take it. Wow. I'm telling you, the crush is very real here. It's very real yes. on my side. It's yes. like, just like getting to, like, yeah. you're so well lit. Oh. And like, you put on <laughs> mascara. I just like wish I, <laughs> I did bathe myself in cologne before I got here. Because I was like, there's a chance that we will, I'll be in smelling distance. And I'm like, I gotta get Dude, I my worked best out this foot morning. forward. Yeah, I worked out this morning, came home, cleaned up, showered. I did all the things. All of it. All of it. 100%. Yeah. We both did upper body today. Yeah. And I okay. like when we're in tune. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> so you've actually been, before we answer the, the yeah. last question, yeah. you've been on a like a fitness journey. Tell Hell me yeah. about it because so have I. Oh, we have journeyed in like a very similar... We literally are parallel. Yeah, you and I, the universe has always kind of been See? like pushing us into each other's like paths, yeah. I feel like. I don't and know. she I, lives down the street, you guys. Um. Okay. My fitness journey. Uh-huh. What happened? This is what happened. You're gonna like this. Uh-huh. I. If if anyone smokes cigarettes ever, you'll know that there's one book that everyone talks about. I smoked mm-hmm. cigarettes for ten years. Mm-hmm. I went to college in Milwaukee, so I grew up, you know, drinking beer and Jameson and yes. chain smoking menthol cigarettes, Love Camel it. Crush, yes. and I'm just. You know, like a Midwest kind of just like dirty little basement rat. Okay. <laughs> and I never questioned that lifestyle. Right, right. That was for me. That's my yes. that's yeah, my yeah. path. That's your jam. Yeah. That's my jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's what you were born into. It's it's and it's who I am. Yeah. It's it's my roots. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> right. Yeah. And that just to me makes sense. I can dig. I moved out to Los Angeles. People don't know <laughs> what the fuck I'm like. People don't. They were not on my level health wise mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. It's very juice forward mm-hmm. out here, mm-hmm. and I'm not anti health. No. I'm just I I don't think there's representation mm-hmm. of how I I was raised on just like two percent milk and like fruit <laughs> by the foods. You know what I mean? Yes. So yes. there was never there was no never healthy snacks, and we were never told to eat anything other than like funyuns. <laughs> Yeah. So I like, I don't know. I basically, I got to a point where I was chain smoking too many cigarettes, losing my voice all the time, not able to like perform on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also like a karaoke DJ. So you needed to smoke cigarettes in order to uh-huh. survive. Right, 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 right. Anytime you work at a bar, you have to smoke cigarettes. 100%. It's just it was my jam. In the country. Yes. You get it. Yeah. You're from the Midwest. Oh, yeah. You're from Detroit. Yeah, I get you, it. You understand it. what I'm yes, talking about. Yeah. And like people did not respond like to the cigarettes out here. I had a hard time finding women that would like want to fuck if I was smoking cigarettes mm-hmm. and I would either have to like, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a try. It's okay. getting, I also had a talent job where I was not able to smoke like long work hours. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it might be easier if I try. Mm-hmm. And there's one book that um, all cigarette smokers have kind of heard of. It's called like the easy method to quit smoking by Alan Carr. Okay. And I was like, I'll give it a try because I've tried quitting smoking before and I'm like, I just don't want to. I like them. They're okay. candy to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I read this book and it somehow, it basically like convinces you to want to not smoke. And then it's very easy to stop because if you don't want to do something, you don't do it. Right. And so I quit smoking cigarettes and that is what unlocked all of my fitness journey. Okay. Because not having cigarettes helped me have more energy. And it somehow tricked me into thinking that I could do anything. Yeah. Because I was like very much, 
I thought I was, I thought I knew exactly who I was. I was like, I am somebody who loves to drink. I'm somebody who loves to smoke cigarettes and I do comedy. And that was kind of my whole identity was really just people like me because I'm funny and I love to just like booze. That was my only hobby was drinking and smoking. Okay. So when I stopped smoking, I started drinking less and then I was like, I can do more with my day. I have more time. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I wonder what would happen if I got like Jillian Michaels yoked, like so strong. <laughs> yeah. And I dropped 60 pounds like in the, over the whole, oh good, yeah. I was like, I have a jawline. Yeah. I'm like, my chest got swollen, which is great because I have huge juicy tits and I like hate them. Mm-hmm. And I was like starting to feel like my quads. I'm like unbelievably strong. No one told me that I could run. I'm a runner, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And I ran a half marathon last month. Hell yeah. And I just started, thank you. That's fucking huge. You don't see fatties doing in the Midwest doing <laughs> half marathons, okay? I just like, it changed everything. It really unlocked my potential of being like, you don't have to figure out exactly who you are. I just thought that like, I was only going to be the that. one type of person. Right. And I was able to realize that you can try things and not like them. Or you like, I just like am curious about um, my overall physical strength. And I love a challenge. And out here, there's so many weird shit, like weird, uh, very specific niches of workouts. Uh-huh. And I'm like, great. I'll fucking go to, I was in a workout last week in our neighborhood. I will tell you where it is. Okay. It, it's boxing, but also dancing. Oh, and it it's all um these like eastern european uh power lifter types okay they're all jacked and right. like zero percent body fat oh. and you just air box to like kid cuddy for oh, like 65 hey. minutes yeah it was <laughs> okay like, yeah i don't know so i'm just like super skinny now and like so strong yeah and i'm just pring all the time and i'm yeah. like my potential's endless is what i'm saying right but Dude. you i mean we had very similar because we kept running into each other. Yeah. And every time I saw you, it was like, you're a fraction of the size. Well, I lost 60 pounds also. Right on the dot. Look yeah. at us. Your girl was, she was a chubby. Thick. She was, yeah, that girl, that girl. It's crazy because Mike was, Mike had pulled up photos of me that, you know, beginning of pandemic and whatever. And just like, you know, we didn't really have much to do. I couldn't work. Obviously, comedians couldn't work. Yep. And we spent all of the time together, which I was so, so thankful for that because it really forced us to like reconnect in a different way that we've honestly never been able to do because we've never, we're both so busy that we never had that real time, Yeah, you know, and we're like ships passing every single night because he works at night and I work during the day. Mm -hmm. So Really, the only time that we ever had together was morning time or really late at night and maybe some weekends, depending on what he had going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like we ended up doing like all of the things and, you know, the bread, the, you know, yes, the, the whipped all, coffee. Yeah, all of the yeah. things like we did all of that. And as fun as it was, I ended up burning myself really, really badly uh, the beginning of pa- of the pandemic, mm. I was trying to make a brisket. I I've, I'm I love to cook, and uh, I'm a really good cook. And I ended up finding this awesome recipe for a brisket. And I was browning the meat, and I dropped the meat out of the tongs, and it splashed back at me. Oh. And that's kind of like when I had started. So that was like May 2020. Mm-hmm. And 
I was just kind of going through like a huge change with like work stuff and all of that stuff. And I was just like, fuck, like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. I had started, I, I hadn't even started really working out. It was all like food based. I did like the whole 30, which I love. And I still very much so cook like that mm -hmm. still now. Um, you know, sure. I've added, you know, sugar and whatever. I, I drink creamer in my coffee, you know, mm -hmm. um, Chobani's my favorite. Chobani. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I kind of started all of that. And then my soon to be business partner, she started working out like crazy yeah. during the pandemic. And she kind of was like, bitch, you're doing it. She's like, can't wait to work out with you tomorrow morning on this Zoom. And that's kind of how it started. And Judy, our trainer, Judy, she's just this incredible force of beautiful, blonde, black, jacked woman. Yes. She's like incredible. And she has an English accent. Done. I'll do whatever she tells me to do. Dude. A hundred percent. hundred percent. You say it, I'm doing it. We're she doing burpees. Like, yeah. She, oh, dude, the burpees are, she is very much so a burpee kind of trainer. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so like it kind of started that. And then once we were able to like open back up, gyms were opening up. My business partner was training for a physique competition, which she came in first in her class. Come on. And uh, she was like, I need help at the gym. So I joined her gym and I, we go to the gym together and we work together and we do all of these things. So honestly, if it wasn't for Jamie, your girl wouldn't even really look this good Fuck. because it's like the motivation, right? Yeah. Like you, having like a gym buddy and having all of those things is really huge. It's huge. Huge. Especially when you have no background. I did not have a fit family. Everyone in my family, super uh, we just have fat genes. Mm -hmm. No disrespect. Love no. my family. Yeah. We're, we're raised on cheese. Yeah, yeah same. So we don't yeah. have, I don't have like um, an active family that like, oh, I just like fell off of it. Mm -hmm. Or like, I know how to form these habits. Right. I just don't. I mean, there's, we don't have any history of knowing what that would look like in your everyday. Right. So to have these people that mm -hmm. you can be like, okay, we're going to figure this out together. Or right. I can kind of piggyback off of like what you're doing, which seems to be working for you. Mm -hmm. Like to even just get eyes. I'm like, I don't even know what to wear to a gym. I'm like, what are we supposed to wear? Yeah. I'm like, how many sports bras do I need? <laughs> like, do I keep my carabiner clipped on? Yeah. Do I, <laughs> where do you put your wallet? Right. I'm like, what do I drink the whole time? What right. am I thirsty? I'm yeah. like, I literally, I'm like, the knowledge base was so low. Right. You need a community of people because it's a whole different world yeah. that I didn't know about. Yeah, yeah. And I love community. Yeah. But I'm like, you got to be shown. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I live, when I'm home, typically, I am in sweatpants and normally... I am in sweatpants even doing this. Yes. But, but today I, I needed to get dressed today. My girlfriend was coming. Yeah, you had to impress uh, me. So, uh, but yeah, I uh, I just, I, that I had on lock because it was just, those are my comfy cozies. It's what I sleep in. It's what I roll out of bed. And Did you have the right bra and everything? Oh yeah, I have sports bras. That's all I really wear. It's just, wear, you're like, a sports rock gal. Yeah, I, I fucking hate bras. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I don't even have one on right now, so it's incredible. like, yeah, I'm. I if I don't have to have one, it's I am out. not. Yeah, no it's bras. Fucking, no, yeah, thank you. I, I'd rather not. You know, hundred percent. I mean, but to the gym, like you know, you they, need logistically. You, yeah, you we need, gotta. Yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. I don't want like some random like creep. No, being like, you yeah. know, get out of here. Yeah, don't are talk you, to me. What are you still in that gym now? Mm -hmm. I was there this morning. How many times a week do you work out? I try. So I, it's been like on and off the last couple of months just because, again, 
life is flaming right Broke now. Blessed. Um, yes, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, and uh, but I was trying to go like five times a week, five yeah. to six times a week, depending on the week. Really, mm-hmm. um, I don't really start work until eleven a.m., which is great because it's I I forced myself to take that time off because once like during the pandemic and opening up a business and doing all of these things, like I am able to create and control my own schedule, and which should. is, it's really hard. Cause I'm kind of like, Oh wait, I can fit this person. Oh, I can, I can, I can go to the gym, but leave early. And you know, so right now for me this year, I'm really trying to work on boundaries Good for myself. Well, and our boundaries have to change mm-hmm. because now we're back opened up mm-hmm. and it feels, I don't know about you, but my March that we just finished, I don't know when this is going to air, but March felt insane. Uh-huh. Uh, un uh acceptably busy and yeah. not sustainably busy right i i got to april and i was like i absolutely cannot do the level of shit that was happening in march because right. it's like if we were worried that there was going to be another situation right but now it seems like there was enough time that everyone's like okay it's now right. it's everything at once right and it's like it, it's too much yeah it really is and i and i and i feel you on that because there for me i know that you know, I have clients texting me. I have, you know, a, a phone number that they can also. So I keep trying to get them instead of texting me. Go to the. Here, reach out. Laundry. Yeah. over there. Yeah. Reach out to my receptionist. Lex will take care of you. Lex will do this. She also handles our, our social media for the podcast. Nice. So shout out one time to Lex. Hey, Lex. Yeah. Is Lex a lesbian? No. Okay. Because I'm like, I, I know I know a few. She's cute though. Gals She's really Lex. cute. Of course she is. Yeah. God, everyone around yeah. here is hot as hell. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, you know, it's, it's a, it's a thing and I need to. This one's supposed to sleep. Uh, sorry guys. Come on. This one goes on and off. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely like a boundary that I, but my, I I have a hard time of 11 o'clock and then I will work until 10 PM if I have to, but you know, 11 o'clock, even though this week is, it's, I'm leading up to travel. So it's like, I have to just pack it all in. Yeah. Um, well, content never stops. Yeah. It's endless. Yeah. And, I know. But you get to work out in the mornings mostly. Yeah. Do you I, do protein at all? Do you have supplements? I do. I, I have like a vitamin routine that I do. And then I also do like protein shakes. Mm. I really, I, this is not an ad. So I'm sorry. It's not. Yeah. Uh, but Mike's other podcast, which I forget the name of it, um, <laughs> they had a sponsorship uh, for Ritual, mm. and it's a pea-based protein, which I really like. Pea protein's lit. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, I think the flavor's there, yes. and yeah, I, I like it a lot. I love pea protein. Yeah, and I it's I find it weird, like way like uh, like. Dear- meat, yeah it's i find that weird yeah. for some reason i well, feel like there's a like, a little like yeah it's almost like a little viscous yeah it is a little too something it's yeah, a little too something there's something there and but don't I get me just, wrong i yeah. fuck with it i fuck oh, with sure. whey if i need yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. but i also like my pea protein yeah, yeah yeah so i do i like it it's it works for me it's i have it on auto ship and all of that other stuff so incredible yeah um but are you now i know that nazara is 
vegan. She, we used to be vegan for like a year there okay. during the pandemic. She's always gone in and out of eating vegan mm-hmm. because she doesn't come from like a very meat heavy household. Right. So it was, it's very easy for her to like not eat animal products at all. Mm-hmm. I'm the exact opposite. I was raised on basically a cow's hoof. Yeah. <laughs> and Meat so potatoes. just, yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, 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 just like, um, cheeses that you can drink mm-hmm. hot nacho cheeses <laughs> yeah. on top of like a shredded cheese and then sh- <laughs> shaved parm on top. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, cheese yeah. that you chug yeah. is kind of like my lifestyle. So we are very different. <laughs> I'm just chugging cheese, baby. I love it. I love it. Also, it's very, it's so funny. Like my girlfriend and I, started dating when I was my thickest. So I'm talking like over 250 and, or not two, whatever. I'm over, I'm over two bills. Okay. And I've lost all this weight. And when people see me, uh, in the streets, people will know like, oh, wow, you've like, your face looks different. Mm-hmm. People are like, you know, yeah. whatever. And I asked Nazara so many times, I'm like, can you even fucking tell? And she's like, well, I've always been into you. I'm like, why can't our partners tell? I'm like, Nazara, I am like a completely different, I mean, not like, listen, I'm not like biggest loser losing right, a ton right, of right. weight, but like 60 pounds is a lot that's of a, weight. That's significant. And that's huge. It's a that's significant like, amount yeah. of weight and it changes how I look naked. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're telling me, but I like, I think our partners are just too, like, I think when they meet you, they fall in love with you. So then they're just kind of like, that is how, what they see. I think too, that it's hard for them to notice Cause we because too much. we're yeah, because we're so close, right? Like we're in the same house, we're in the same, you know. I think the the time that partners start to notice is when like certain outfits fit different. Oh, so it's not even so much because you know our partners love us for whatever. I mean, yeah. I was over two hundred pounds myself. Yeah, and you know, I'm like, dude. Like, there was I, one day I literally came out of the bathroom butt naked yes. after I burned myself, right? I had like third degree burns on my stomach and on my foot. Like yeah. it was bad. Like I caught my face. It was a fucking mess. And um, I walked out and I was like depressed, like I was in pain. And I was like, you're married to a fat chick, man. Not that there's anything wrong with fat chicks. We love, love a body. Love it doesn't matter. 100%. It doesn't matter what you are, how you are. As long as you're healthy and happy, that's all that fucking matters. 100%. That's first and foremost. Yes. But I was uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I felt hot in my skin all the time. Yeah. Like I was just like nothing felt good. I felt like a stuffed sausage. Mm-hmm. Like 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. That's what I felt like. <laughs> you well, know, all of like, I feel like too, all of my clothes hurt me. Mm hmm. All of my clothing. It yeah. didn't matter. It physically, I was like, my fucking clothes are angry mm-hmm. at me. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the thing that was fucked up for me is that clothes fit in certain spots. Like they would fit in my butt and my thighs, but they wouldn't fit in my waist. Mm. And then like shirts were like weird. And like, I'm, I was kind of like broad and like, you know, like I'm wide and through like this area. <laughs> and I was like, fuck man, yeah. fuck. So I was always just, I was uncomfortable. Even still now, there are certain things that I refuse to fucking wear. And that's why I wear the same things over and over again, Mm -hmm. because I'm uncomfortable in them. Mm -hmm. I'm all about, you know, comfort. 100%. Most of the time you see me in sneakers, almost never in fucking heels because fuck that noise. Yeah. And I did that. I went through that phase when I was younger. I didn't need to, I don't have to impress anybody, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm very comfortable. Me and my sneakers were cool. Yes. You know. 
I feel and like I, when I first lost all the weight, I was like, I ha- now that means I have to wear the tightest clothes mm-hmm. to like show, mm-hmm. to prove that like my body is smaller. I'm mm-hmm. also like, I want, I always want people to look at me and talk about me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if, if they can't see, yeah. I'm like, I have to really like wear the tightest clothes of all time yeah. to get as many compliments as I can possibly get. And now I'm like in the total opposite. I like, I only want people to see my gorgeous legs uh-huh. and then everything else. I'm like, we're going full bag central, baby. Yeah. Full comfort. Dude, I'm all about it. Yeah. I'm all about it. I don't I need can't. to be perceived as yeah. much because I'm 30. Dude, right? I, enough people see, have seen me naked yeah, now. Now dude. that I've hit a number that I'm like, I thank you. <laughs> and thank you. Yeah. And now I'm like, enough people yeah. they know yeah there's enough nudes of me out there right in multiple phones <laughs> that now i'm like all right fine in your mom's phone <laughs> and your stepmom too bitch <laughs> yeah uh, I'm, at, I'm at a good place with it see that's that's incredible that's that is that right there is the best place to be 100 yeah. percent. like there's no you know there's no reason why anybody should feel any as long as you're comfortable and where you're at, that's all that fucking matters. I know. Fuck everybody. Also, else. I'm getting so much more. I'm like no more fit people now, especially the pandemic, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting. Um, also, I'm talking too much about fitness. Let me know. <laughs> but like, uh, the fittest, thinnest people are seemingly to be the least content with where they're at. Oh. My God. And the f- the strongest people in the gym are oftentimes overweight. The strongest, healthiest people don't have the smallest BMI. And the people with the tiniest percentage of body fat are really tied up and they're, they have a really hard time being happy where they're at. Yeah. So it really, I mean, when we're talking about weight loss, health journeys or whatever, we're really starting with like right in here. That mental, yeah. Because... There's no sense in being the fittest, strongest. I go to the gym every single day. I'm counting my macros when you are fucking miserable Mm -hmm. in you're miserable doing it. That's where I'm like, for me, it's I like got so I was trying to make myself happier. I was like looking for more things. I'm like, I guess I'm not fucking hammered all the time. What else am I going to do? And it's like, well, I guess what I can do is find things that make me happy. And right. those things happen to make me lose a bunch of weight. Right. But it came from, I was never trying to lose weight. I right. love, I'm all, whole family's fat. I love fat yeah. people. Yeah. I love being thick. I'm <laughs> yeah. not trying to be thin. Right, right, But right. I'm like, I can do yeah. a bunch of shit. Yeah, same. I mean, I that's, honestly for me, it's a definite, it's a really good way uh, to manage my stress. Oh, yeah. And for me, especially since 2020 and opening up a business and trying to manage and do and podcast and all of the things and travel and, you know, all of all of it, I think that I find going, you know, because I hadn't gone in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about two weeks. And Sunday I got up and I looked at Mike and I was like, I need to go to the gym. And he's like, okay. He's like, are you all right? And I was like, I'm fine, but I need to go to the gym. And I spent like two hours there and it was fucking awesome, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was a great way to like do my Sunday, you know, and just fucking do it because I I needed it. I needed it. It's, it is very powerful to like have an outlet other than getting drunk and like making people want to have sex with you, which was my two outlets. Right, right, right. So it's like when you're- Those are good outlets. I love them. I mean, they work, they work very well. 
and they uh-huh. still work very well. <laughs> but divine, uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, there it, it is like a huge stress reliever. Yeah. And I found out that like uh, I'm a hyper social person, so I don't need alone time very much, almost yeah. like at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found that actually being active is sometimes the only time that I get to be with my own thoughts. Yeah. And then I'm like, guess what? I'm actually meditating. Yeah. And no one told you that you can meditate while you're fucking sweating and getting, I thought like it would make you so tired all the time, Mm -hmm. but it makes you have more energy and more time and energy to fuck more. Yeah. See, this is a win, 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 win. No one's telling you. All you do is win. All you do. You're just like, okay, I'm going to row, you know, 2000 meters. Yeah. And then you're like, I guess I'm just going to have more energy to fuck later. Yeah. I know it's very weird at first it's very tiresome and whatever but once you get your into your like your groove and mm-hmm. stuff you know once like you're I, not sore all the time yeah well my ass right now my back and arms because we did lats today yes was it, they are in fuego right there now. is usually some body group of mm-hmm. mine that is like I'm in pain yeah. but I think I just got used to always kind of being in pain and maybe I like it yeah maybe mm. I'm a freak for mm. that little bit of pain maybe at all times all right I mean, I'm down for that. So speaking of pain, have yeah. you ever been arrested? Okay, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, is it so boring to say that I never have? No. no. I haven't been arrested. I've never been even close to arrested. Mm-hmm. But my roommate was arrested in front of me. <laughs> and he was cuffed. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> also, I've told so many people I am not a ride or die. Yeah. I am not. I will rat yeah. you out. <laughs> but I've seen how this fucking plays yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to hold a secret. I'm not going to bury the bodies with you. No. If you do something fucked up, that's on you. Mm-mm. And I've told my partner this multiple times. Okay. I'm like, don't Mike? tell me. Yeah. I'm not a secret keeper. Yeah. Don't tell me anything. I'll yeah. tell stabler immediately yeah yeah <laughs> I, i'm a fucking i i, I, yeah. I podcast too much it yeah. will come out yeah. organically no. yes. like yeah. i'm not uh-huh my roommate accidentally in college accidentally stole an ice cream from like the campus fucking i don't know emporium fucking shop and he walks out with his headphones on and he's like eating it and they call the cops for stealing and they cuff him in front of our entire school cafeteria and lock him up for hours. They book him. I mean, he had to get a lawyer to get like out and to get it off of his record. And it was like a huge ordeal for a ice cream. I mean, crazy stuff. That's so stupid. Like, hey, man, can't you pay for that? Or they just like let him walk out and like. That's oh. it. If, he, if they would have been like, hey, you, you forgot. It's fifty, homie. He would have swiped his student card that has like money on it <sighs> and paid for a do- like fifty. Yeah, yeah, yuck. No, yuck. I hate it. Have you I, been arrested? I, no, I have been cuffed. Hot. Wait, by a cop <laughs> or at home? Oh, well, hey. yeah, eh, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Um, uh, yes, um, yes, but I've gotten out of it every single time. How? With your... Gorgeous Dude, hair, eye contact. I mean, just maybe like, there was one hot cop, but I did get a fucking fat ticket. Ugh. Uh, coming off the train at uh at Yankee Stadium, and a, a cop, undercover cop. No. Yeah, busting me for drinking. I was drinking forties with my homies. Yeah. Uh, and we were chugging. Uh, my friend Colin Ross. And we were, we literally, so we got off on at 125th and then 125th street to the, the subway to Yankee stadium. Mm-hmm. And 
we're like chugging a 40, right? 100%. He goes down to the bodega. We're waiting for the train. He comes up three forties and we're just chugging. Yes. Now, mind you, we took the Metro into New York anyway to go. So there, no one's driving. We drank right. on the Metro this the entire way This is the safest situation yeah. I can imagine. We're on the train for an hour living in Connecticut, you know, doing our thing. Yes, chugging this 40 right and we come out off onto the platform and i'm chugging chugging trying yes. so hard just to finish it with the guys right yeah as cop comes over and he's like he's like what are you drinking i was like oh 40s i was like we're going to you know the game i was like you going to the game you know like just being like you know friendly happy drunk zoyas <laughs> of course loves everyone you know and he like unzips his like stupid new york yankees <sighs> fucking thing and i see his badge and i was like you're not gonna do this are you and he was like, I'm sorry, I got to My boss is right there. Like, I, I got it. I was like, you couldn't fucking pick somebody else. Right. You know, like for real. Like so now I'm like trying to like, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm like trying to like reason with this guy, drunk Zoya. My, my girlfriend's like <laughs> sitting there and she's just like, y'all are fucking stupid. And I'm like, you're fucking stupid because you are fucking drinking on the fucking Metro. And she was like, you're allowed to drink on the Metro. Can't drink on the fucking subways. And I was like, fuck you. Oh Mayor. my God. You know? So of course, you know, whatever, all of these things, they're going Colin's laughing. Ross fucking, he just killed his. Like he was done before and like tossed it as we were like coming off the train. Fucking hell. I was the only one. And you were the only one that got Colin, it? I think Colin also got a, a ticket. Um, But the guy was like, can I get your number? And I was like, are you taking this ticket away? And he's like, no. And I was like, fuck you, man. The and I literally, audacity. yeah, fuck you. I would have if you were taking this ticket. 100%. I, I was like, my number. mom's about to kick my ass. And I'm like 25 20, years old at this yeah, point. A child, you know? a yeah. baby in the Lord's eyes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's so, I feel like the people don't understand that like, I have friends that are just 40 friends. Yeah. I have friends that every time I see them, we're getting 40s and we're chugging yeah. 40s. Yeah, and yeah, there yeah. are like, that is our dynamic. Yeah. I love it. A 40 friend. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had a 40 in a minute. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. But I would just, yeah, 40s in basements are a lot of, like, a lot of great memories. Yeah, whiskey in basements with records and weed. Mm-hmm. I would mix sometimes in the summer gin with, like, my mom's diet Mountain Dew. Like, just pop and just a, a summer. Yeah, Dr. Pepper and uh, and a whiskey are. Mm, that's nice. It's normally Dr. Pepper and um, Bullet. Bullet. It's pretty good bullet bourbon mm-hmm. mm, yeah. yeah pretty good yeah um you know that i find you absolutely hilarious stop and i you're just like as soon as i met you i was just like i i, I was like i love her oh my god so anytime mike is like i need a female and i'm like call rachel call, call me rachel call every rachel. time rachel rachel and he's like i can't call her every single month and i was like yeah you fucking you should i was like you should if you want your yes. show to rock yes bring right? me I, dude you're always you always hit so hard and you're just so funny and i'm so thankful to know you and just to have you on and thank you so much for being here it is so mutual uh, i am obsessed with you from the moment i smelled you i was like <laughs> oh my god yeah um, i'm obsessed with you again tag plug wherever you're oh, yeah. at follow me at rachel safety listen to my podcast it's called i love you with rachel scanlon you can find it everywhere um and you know i love zoya that's my, oh my that's my main and thing. i love rachel you guys thank you so much for listening we love you thank you for always caring and as you know i will be reading these at uh, everyone's name at a later date patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website where you give us a little bit of your hard-earned cash and we read your names at the ten dollar group um and that's all i got for you thank you again for being here thanks for having me i love being neighbors oh yeah
We'll make we'll make just regular lady dates happen. I love also, that. have you been to that new taco place, the vegan place? Is it sugar? Yeah. Taco? No, I haven't. Is Dude, it good? Let's go on a lady date. Done. All right. Done. You guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. You guys, thank you so much for listening. As you know, uh, Patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website where you give us a little bit of your hard-earned cash and you can have something promoted. Uh, or you get a shout-out. Uh, this week, we have Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall, uh, and they want to promote their podcast that they have been doing. Married couple Bailey and Garrett love to drink whiskey and fall down a rabbit hole of random conversations about becoming parents, pop culture, alcohol, and many more topics. Enjoy this very random, very all-around podcast about whatever these two want. Come have a drink with us and listen to us fall down a rabbit hole. Find us on Apple, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or go to our website, whiskeyandrabbitholes.buzzsprout.com, and I will have that <clears throat> in uh, in the description below. And then let me pull up our $10 group, because we all know they all get a shout-out. Shout-out! Olos Marius, uh, Patrick Simpson, Ernesto, Grego, uh, Raja, Elizaeus, Joe Turzan, Austin, Lewis and Odette, Lauren Chauncey, Paul Gilliam, Paul Jacob, I'm sorry, Jacob Mock, I don't know, Paul Jacob, uh, Will Carey, uh, Steve Dirgo, Chris uh, McCarthy, Trevor the Wearfishy, Joe Penn, uh, happy birthday, Starlight, JJ McToots, Rachel Last Name, Mike Genie, Alan Garcia, Connie Tryon, and Tara Baez, uh, Isabella Sparkles, Frankie uh, Matos Music, Justin Batdorf, Chris Fernandez, Johnny Rosino, Rosito, Handcrafted Neckwear, CCPB&J, Admam, Chili Filson, Emily Paget, Giant Tom Hanks, Lizzie Love, Gavin Welsh, Crossed Up, Someone tell Aaron, Emily Buck, Jackie Hammond, Guy with long hair, Page Plus Allergies, John, uh, Chris Robin, Chris Johnson, Jesus, Happy Birthday Chris, Anna Valles, Oops Just Dale, Benjamin Putz, Beth Bush, Snuggle Pig H, Ryan Ashbrook, Christina Camille, Nils Nyquest, Josh Standing, Michael Johnson, Kayla Johnston, Jules Run, Grant Levisure. Chad Clark, Joe Finney, Heather Ashley, What is Cat, <clears throat> Katie Taylor, Shane Welsh, Ivan Canoe, Evan Canoe, <laughs> Joe Ban, Milky Beans, Antler, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Magnus Silva, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Benj Fu Ben Fuchs, uh, Theodorus Carambellis, One Bum Man, Jacob D. Bradford, Chris, uh, Justine Bibistein, uh, Chris Robinson, just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Helen Ford, Superfloss, uh, Tatiana Clay, Danielle Di Verona, John Robinson, Sean Stone, Valerie York, Dev, Jesse Stillwell, Katie Lee G, Rob Devereux, Don Buer, Nessler De Leon III, Dara McGrath, Luis Hernandez, Monique Quistorf, Troy R, Cody Ostalas, Felicia Shimbari, and Shimbari, and Matthew J. Pelka. You guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you, and we'll talk to you soon.